2020 Legends of Child Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf Money, and I am joined by Priest and our first ever Chon Wag. We are talking about podcasting, fantasy football, Priest's life, everything else. Listen up, Chons! Week 5! It's okay when it's not. Chons, heading into week five, Narf has recovered to two and two. I am joined by Priest. What's up? Hey, Narf, how's it going? It's great, Priest. I actually beat you last week. I don't know if you were paying attention. I forgot. Can you tell me a little more about that? Um, you need to speak louder. I, I forgot that I was playing fantasy football. Can you tell me what happened? Yeah, it was great. Um, I had the lead. And then you took the lead, but then my team won at the end, so that's that's what matters. Oh, that's great. I'm so happy for you. You had um you had you had Russell Gage Monday night who gave you like zero points, which um which helped because it could have been close. I was a little worried. I was following. I was following. Um, I couldn't rely on any of my players to to do well. You mean? Like they all, um, most of them un- underperformed, and then the ones that didn't underperform were injured. So it was. It was a, a load of shit. Isn't it on you, though, as a Jets fan, for drafting Le'Veon Bell? So I thought about this, and yeah, it's mostly my fault, but I, I'm going to blame the MetLife turf. Have you heard this story? I've, I've heard people complain about it, right? Yeah, so everyone thinks that the MetLife, the new MetLife turf is too sticky, and it's causing a ton of injuries. And so... My dysfunction at this league is basically all to do with the MetLife turf because two of my starting running backs have gotten knocked out because of it. So why did they re-turf MetLife? Isn't the stadium like five years old? I have no idea. I really have. I've honestly no idea. I can't imagine like how they could have needed to re-turf it after so short a period of time. Yeah. Um, Priest, I'm, I'm too excited. We got we to bring on our special guest. Oh, are you ready for it? I, I am so ready for this. I'm, I also, so I should start by apologizing. So I brought, I'm bringing my wife on. I've, uh, uh, Narf told me that I should bring a special guest and I've, I've suckered her into coming on this podcast. Will I, will I be identified as priest's wife? I think. How, how am I going to be ID on this show? Are you okay are you with sure? the title Tron Wag? Tron what? Wag. 
What is WAG? WAG is an acronym for Wives and Girlfriends. Oh. And I'm pretty sure you're a wife, but I, I'm not entirely sure on that one. So, so you'll, you'll be a WAG. I'm a Tron. I'm, I'm a priest WAG. <laughs> no, introduce yourself. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Sure. It's, yeah, please. I, I'm Sarah. I, I'm married to Daniel, otherwise known as Priest. Um, I dabble in podcasting, so we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, okay, Sarah, I don't think you realize how how special moment this is. One, I've been I've been trying to get a Tron wife on for like five years, and literally no one will do it, including my own wife. Two, I feel like I stumbled into some kind of trap if I'm the only one who would do it in five years. Well, that's one of my questions: is how can I appeal better to the female audience to get more people to come on the podcast? Yeah. I mean, well, speaking on behalf of my gender, which I feel very qualified to do, um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. Well, well, what have you tried so far? Um, well, I just want to point out, wait, Narf, I want to point out that there was an opening in this. So currently, how many males uh, are owners of league franchises? Uh, Twelve. Twelve. And there was recently an opening, a franchise, an owner relinquished his his franchise. And who was the franchise given to? A, a man or a woman? Oh, that's a good question. I think a man. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure the league as a rule just isn't very welcoming to females. So I believe Randall was given the first right of refusal and she said no. Really? Okay. I'm not positive it- if that's true, but I think Anton told me he asked her. So it's a misogynist, well, whatever. It so, is misogynist. No, no, I'm, I'm putting words in your mouth. You said it's misogynist. I mean, you are my husband, so I guess I did say it was misogynist, as you do speak <laughs> for our family. Excuse me, did I say you could speak? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Priest, you might need to leave, and Sarah and I will do this solo. I, you know, yeah. you guys are much better podcasters than I am, so I'll take a step back. Sarah, so, Sarah, the other super exciting thing is you are the first new person we've had on this podcast in maybe 10 years. We just have the same people every year. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm so glad um, that I could join you guys. So there's a lot of pressure. Um, okay. Do you want me to just get straight to the questions? Yes. I didn't know there was going to be questions. Oh. I want to know what the questions are. Okay. Jesus Christ. First All question. Right, How many Trons in this league have you ever met? How many Trons have I met? The Trons are people? Yes. Trons are people. We, we are Trons. We, you are a Tron. Yeah. Um, two Tron. Um, we, didn't we see you at a restaurant once in D.C.? Yes. Or is that someone? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we met you. Is that it? Did I get dinner with once? Was he a Tron? Yeah, CB. <laughs> the guy in the, the tire Matt. Matt, yes. We've met, you, okay. you've had dinner with, with, with Matthew, better known as CB. So I think I've met two, but I know, wait, is Boxes a Tron? Boxes <laughs> with the exclusion question? <laughs> yeah. How do you know that? Oh, I can explain how I know Boxes. How do you pronounce it? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's pretty good. Um, the reason I know Boxes <laughs> Is that uh, the jeweler who made our wedding rings went to Brandeis a year below you guys. And for some reason it came up when we were in her jewelry store that she was like, do you know boxes? And, I'm, and Dan's like, yeah, I know bo- boxes. How did it come up? Wait, so was she a banshee? 
she knew that I went. She she'd also gone to Brandeis. Yes. Her name is Ra- Rachel Pfeffer. Rachel and Pfeffer. she's married to another Brandeis alum, Ben Terrace. Yeah, so now we're playing a little Brandeis geography or Brandeis Facebook. Who's also a journalist who I know separately. But I think she must have found out somehow that I played on Tron and knew of this other Tron. But Box's life was a very brief. Wait, is Box's in this fantasy league? No. No. It's unclear if Box is just a real person still. No, I'm pretty sure Box is like you knew of somebody who knew of Boxes, right? Yes. My question is though, like, and this is wait. Probably so not, as I write, I've met two. You've Trump, met three, including you. Three, yeah. And one I've heard of. One you've heard of. Okay, that's right. So I got that one. Right. I gotta say that's not a huge percentage. I was hoping for more. Well, I mean, you can blame my husband. It doesn't but, get me out much. <laughs> well, it's actually all your fault for not moving to Washington D.C. Narv's fault. My fault not or your wife's fault? I assume she lives there with you. <laughs> no, it. Everyone in Tron oh, should move to Washington, D.C. That's the only answer. That's how we would see people, because we don't get That's out. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So are there, are, is there any specific reason you guys don't get out? Oh, you know, this and that, global pandemic and okay. such. I, I, thought, I thought it might be because of the one or potentially more children you have. Oh, just one. Well, we have a dog. We, we have a new puppy, so it's kind of like a half child right now. So uh, that brings me to my next question. Rank Priest's skill as a father relative to the other Tron dads in the league. I don't know how to rank the other Tron dads, though. Just, just guess. Like, I'm one of them. Okay. Narf, last time we, we had a podcast, Narf told me that he... Was it, was it you regretted being a father or you didn't like spending time with your kid? Was, was, <laughs> it, was, it was definitely the second one. But to me... In defense to me, she was, like, really annoying. I would scream all the time. That's fair. Mm. Kids mm. can be pretty annoying. Um, I'd rank you highly as a father, I think. I think you're, you're like, top quartile really? of fathers. Yeah, I think you're really good at it. I don't know. I don't think you know the distribution very well. Well, I don't. No, so, so I'm just, like, I'm making like, this up. So, all right, so let me... So I'm pretty sure Yoni's the best father in the league. I mean, he has the... Well, no. That's, the, that's rude to Ed. Ed's got to have something. Yeah, Ed has this guy. This no, new but when guy, you Ed, have a lot of kids, it's hard. Like, are we talking like who does the most parenting? Whose parenting is highest quality? Because I feel like if you have the fewer number of kids, you can increase the quality of your parenting because you're only dealing with few kids. That's one of your advantages. Well, yeah, maybe, but if you have more kids, in theory, you're a better parent because you know what you're doing for the second it one. It might be true, but you're more stressed out and tired because you have less time and less time to devote to the kids. Maybe. I don't know complex narf how many kids do you have i have one kid about the same age as yours i think they're born pretty close to each other and i also have a dog okay so we are living the same life child or your dog more what's what was the question oh if you like parenting your child or your dog more uh i mean it's a pretty easy answer if i'm being honest (laughs) (laughs) i I really i really like my dog right now you're what our puppy's a total menace right now, so our child's the easier one. Interesting. That's um. There's been some debate on this podcast back in the day about if dogs or children were easier to, to raise. I'm pretty sure, like, we've, we've only had a puppy for three months. I'm pretty sure once the puppy hits one, then it becomes a dog, and then it switches back to being um, the puppy being or the dog being infinitely easier. 
immediately. Yeah. I think that's the, the rule. I hope so. I think I read in a book. It's the rule. When it, when it hits one, it becomes super easy. But the child's hard forever. That's, that's what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Yeah, I think you're a good dad. I think you're very good. You enjoy hanging out with Max. He's alive. He doesn't come into injury under your care. He You've is alive. You've taught him a lot of things. I have taught him a lot of things. You've taught him all the planets. It's true. It's true. You taught him that his butt's called a tushy earlier, just moments ago. <laughs> good terminology. Um, I think you're pretty good at it. Okay, so then if you were to rank Priest in fantasy football skill relative to the other Trons, where does he stand up? Oh, very poor. Yeah, he's not good. Very poor. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think he really pays attention to it. I remember there was one draft, I don't know if it's yours, but something happened and it just had to go to like auto-drafting. Wait, um, Priest does other drafts? He's in other leagues? Yeah, he's in, oh, he's in two other leagues. Like two other leagues? Used to be two. One other league now? One other league. That actually surprised me. You don't seem like a multi-league guy. Um, yeah, I get kind of suckered into leagues, and I just never want to leave because it's my only link to certain groups of friends. I think the reason I know you're bad at fantasy football is you just vaguely yet frequently complain about how badly your fantasy football team is doing. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't really listen or pay a ton of attention, but it gives me the sense you're not very good at this. Priest is on record saying he's just trying to not finish last. That's his goal. Well, why do I not want to finish last, Sarah? Oh, because you had to make that video that I helped film. That I got a man thing. Was yeah. that this league? That was this that league. That was this league. And I'm so... So the, so people in this league know that I'm a little bit militant about like setting up harsh punishments. And it's because that goddamn video took so fucking long. And nobody else has hard punishments. Like, I'm pretty sure that was the most time-consuming punishment that we've ever had in this league, and I have a lot of resentment. Last year, we didn't even have a punishment. What's what? That? What was the question? What did you say? Was there a, I didn't hear Oh, did, I said last year we didn't even have a punishment. Yeah, that's absolute bullshit, and I'm angry at everybody because of it. Like, who finished last? Was it Vigo? Uh, I think it was Noah. I'll look. God damn it. Anyway, mm-hmm. I have yeah. some deep, deep-seated resentment. Where's Where's the law and order in, in this fantasy league? I don't know. Well, the commissioner's just sleeping. <laughs> All right, Sarah. So so next question, and then we need to get into some podcast tips, because I hear that you're good at that. Um, what percentage of your attraction to Priest is based on the fact that he has once played Ultimate Frisbee in his life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I mean, 60? That's Maybe a solid answer. 70? <laughs> I mean, what what is more attractive than a college ultimate frisbee player? I showed up to our first date in my Tron track. <laughs> yeah, and not a great college ultimate frisbee player at that, for the record. No, but. mediocre, I'd imagine. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that at the end. I was less than me- anyway. Yeah. Um. No, I think it was really a key that brought us to, especially, and then when he explained all the weird nicknames, like, then it was really, you know, a lion's share of the attraction. Oh, that was my other question, was rank your favorite league nicknames. Oh, God, I don't know. I know yours is Priest, because there's a girl and a last name. No, no, it's dumb. But do you know any of the other ones? Someone you dated? No, somebody somebody else dated. Okay. Do I know Boxes, Narf? Those are the only ones. Yoni, Anton. Those aren't nicknames. Those are. She might have thought they were. 
I, I they could go either way. I would have yeah, thought Yoni, Yoni is Yoni a name? I think so. What? I think Yoni's a name. Maybe. A name? Yeah. Of a person? Yeah, it's like a Jewy name. Oh. Well said. Okay, so, so Sarah, here's where I struggle. Um, and I, I hear you are a professional podcaster. I'm a I'm a wannabe. I've I've been running this show for like 10 years. I can't crack double-digit downloads in a week. I'm at like eight to nine. How do, how do I take this to the next level? I, I mean, have you thought about like expanding beyond inside jokes? <laughs> Or do you feel like that? I mean, you don't want to sell out, right? That that's the dilemma. Here. I you feel like I have a core listener base that I that that's who I'm putting this on for. Well, like here's the thing about podcast advertisers: they really value people who stick with the podcast. So, like, do people actually finish? Like, can you see if they drop off? Do people listen to the whole thing? Oh, I don't know how to do that. I just track downloads, and I track it once every three years. Because <laughs> um, I mean, you might have like a small but very devoted following. I think people listen. I, I save the good segments for the end, so I think that's you know, a good strategy. Like really falling apart, maybe they'd advertise. Lifelock would definitely jump on this this podcast. I think we're getting old enough where we're in the right demographic. Right. So but do like, you think do you think I need more conflict in my podcasts? Yeah, maybe a little more tension. Yeah. Um, Conspiracy theories, right? Yeah, I hear like QAnon's pretty hot right now. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing maybe, you listen to most of them before coming on. Oh no, I haven't listened to any of them. Pretty, I've listened to some of them being taped once a year when they're taped from our house. I thought I you were going to give me real feedback here. Oh no, Daniel didn't tell me that. Daniel. I'm not gonna Daniel. That is not. That is not something a good husband would do. I think it's like, look, you run a good podcast for what you're trying to do. And like the, the listenership numbers, like they don't matter. You just make the podcast you want to make and whoever listens, listens. So, I, so I have an idea. What I was What's think, your idea? What I was thinking is maybe I come on your podcast and I promote to your audience to listen to this one. Sort of cross-promotion. You, you actually have more listeners than I do. Why I am I listening to, to you? But I don't even host anything anymore. So I think there's an opportunity here. Priest, you really did not set the stage for this, right? Yeah, I don't know what he promised you, but I've like, this had been two years ago. We could have worked something out. That is a good idea. Cross promotion. That that is a good idea. Is there, are there any spots available in your (laughs) NARC media organization, NARC? Are you looking for a job? I mean, I think everyone's looking for a job in this economy. Um, yeah. Do you want to be a, a segment producer for me? Uh, yeah, I could do that. Sarah, do you want to, do you want to join? I don't think I'm allowed to work for another media organization while I'm currently employed by a media. You think I should leave my current job and go work for NARF Media? NARF Media is lucrative. And if we get on the ground floor, like I'm sure there's stock options available. Yes. He's right. It like can't fail. Because they've done great. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have, I, I just don't have a podcast to offer right now. So what do you, what do you do now then at your media company? I'm a media, oh, I, um, I write about healthcare. Um, I, I don't podcast anymore. I just do writing. I'm back to old boring writing. Um, so maybe one day again. But yeah, we gotta, we gotta work on that. Okay. So as long as we have like, as long as you promise that when that day comes, I will, I will get a guest spot. I think we're good. 
yeah, yeah. We we'll work it out. That sounds good. Wait, you, you're gonna commit to this on the podcast? Because like when you commit to something on a podcast, <laughs> this is verbally binding. We have a lot of lawyers in this league. This is binding. You no, know, this is binding. When you say something on a podcast, you're really you're really committed to it. All right. Well, I mean, Narf is a professional, but like you're letting it onto a podcast. I'm not sure you want to do that. But whatever. You guys, you guys work it out. I'll send something to Narf Media to to sort things out. Okay. Cool. Um. Just send in the mail, and that way my dog can just rip it up and eat it. That's great. That's perfect. I'll have my dog mail your dog, and it'll sort everything out. Well, actually, maybe our kids could work out a deal for us. Exactly. See, kids are a big – you know, kids and puppies, people love kids and dogs. That could be something good. I don't know. I'm just spitballing on some Actually, I'm not sure this league loves kids. It's tough to tell. A lot of people have complained about child content. Um, Mm, Never mind. Wrong audience. Yeah. But you know, you live and learn. How does um how did da- how did Daniel's episodes do in downloads? Are they like good or does no one really listen? Oh, um, I don't necessarily track downloads based off guest hosts because that would be a level of involvement that we just don't have the staffing to do right now. If you came on board, that would be the type of thing we could That's look at. That's something I could do. I could help figure out who's the best uh, podcaster in your in your team. The talent, talent, you might say. Priest, Priest is generally well-received on podcasts. I, I think he is generally an enjoyable host. You need to tell people to rate and review, right? That, that's what you do at the end of the podcast? Well, he's not even on Apple. Are you on I Apple mean, you podcast? Get on Apple no, I'm on Apple, I think, because I fucked up the feed and Moose downloaded the wrong one on Apple last week. You're not on Spotify. How do you get on Spotify? Yeah, Sarah, how do I get on Spotify? Oh, I don't know how you do that. But Dan, Dan is multiple. When I launched my podcast a few years ago, Dan made multiple Apple podcast accounts to leave positive reviews for me. Um, what were the names of your reviewers that you used to review my show? Oh. Which could be used to now you review your show. Yeah, just uh, my nom de plume on uh, <laughs> Apple. They were all my nom de plumes or noms de plume. Okay, just- anyway. Roger Hillfish and Jurgen Blore. And Jurgen Blore. They left positive reviews for Sarah's podcast. All right, yeah, Priest, pump me up. Give me some reviews, man. That's how we'll get noticed. You're All right, be like, I love Jurgen. Jurgen's gonna give you a great German review. Yeah. Um, All right, Sarah. Last question. Um, then, if if you want to stay for the football talk, please stay. I I, I really like the three person dynamic we have yeah. going. Um, yeah. Is there a specific Taylor Swift song that appeals to you? A specific, I mean, there's so many. I should pick the one that appeals to me the most. Have you never listened to my intros? No. Oh, you're in for something. Do they involve Taylor Swift songs? Priest. Come on. I'll, I'll, I'll try to fix this. Do you remember that we had a car ride where I made us listen to like multiple Taylor Swift albums because I was prepping for Narf's podcast to like make yeah, sure I, I had all of the albums like close by memory no but i'm ready because i, I know all the taylor swift all right well albums. what but do i what, need to do you have to literally just say what the appealing song is pick a song like. oh i would go with right now death by a thousand cuts from her second most recent album yeah by by lover yeah yes from lover that's right I lover's love so underrated i think it's a good song priest what are you what are your thoughts on folklore i, I don't like it i like it it's, it's, it's growing on me a little bit, but it is background music. It's definitely not her best. It's definitely not the best. I would rank, um, I think Lover 1989 and Red are the top three. Um, and then, yeah, Folklore's not, not quite up there, but I listen to it. For sure. Those are the top three. And then it's 
then it's I think Fearless and then maybe Folklore. After that, I, I don't really know any of them that well. Reputation's like down at the bottom. No. Oh, Reputation is like the worst thing ever made. Yeah. Um, Folklore's above Reputation. Miles above Reputation. Um, there's also Speak Now. That's an older album. Is and then that... I think self-titled album, her first one, that was like a Tim McGraw and... Yeah, I don't love... She's like too country back then. Now, Taylor Swift um, songs and albums, I could go for the two hours. All right. Well, you've already given me Death by a Thousand Cuts. I have to make sure I haven't used it before because I can't repeat a song. That's one of the key rules. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Um, all right. Sarah, I, I am I am thrilled by this. I really think you've paved the way for more Tron Wags to like get over their fears and come on the podcast. Oh, great. You're I, a visionary. I, I consider myself a real trailblazer and pioneer after what's happened tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just shattering glass ceilings left and right right here. That's what we do here. Yeah, you know, just, just doing my best to, to close the gender podcast gap. <laughs> and look, if you're trying to apply for a new job, feel free to like use this as your audition reel. You don't need permission. I'll just let you use this segment. Okay, that'd be really useful. I think that'll be quite helpful for, for my future endeavors. One day you could be a success. I, I get one of my resume that I was the first female guest on a decades-long well-received podcast. You might want to be careful because we've definitely heard wives in the background. And if somebody's fact-checking, they may call you out on that. I think, I think Randall might've come on for like two minutes once to say hi, but I don't remember. I just don't want you to lie because <laughs> this is the first dedicated segment we've had. Yeah. I think I can make it. And if we get enough five-star reviews on Apple, I can describe it as a decades long top reviewed podcast Ooh, but you gotta get Jurgen on that <laughs> Jurgen will be reviewing very shortly all right well well I'm gonna go update my resume I hope you enjoy your podcasting experience it's only gonna go down from here but I'll make do with what I have left with priest good luck good luck with with priest and without boxes <laughs> all right well enjoy your podcasting are you gonna stay down here yeah I'll stay down here do you want to move no, I'll move. All right. Thank you. You can't uh, move I, in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. I know. It changes the room tone. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a real thing in podcasting. Yeah, I know. I know what a, a room tone is. Come on. <laughs> don't don't get down to him. Yeah. I don't know what a room tone is. I mean. All right, Priest. I think, I think the knowledge of boxes and the appropriate pronunciation is going to get a lot of positive feedback. Uh, I'm glad. I'm going to use the, the headphones now so that we... Don't get feedback. One second. Hey, can you hear me? I can hear you. Awesome. Um, it's, yeah. kind, it's, it's kind of a letdown just to have you now, though. That's the problem. I mean, this has been my lot in life forever. Yeah, I, I am the eternal letdown. But, um, but yeah, let's talk about fantasy. Come on. We can do this. Um, we can recover we can do this this is an inch so do we need to talk about how i destroyed you that last week some more i don't know if we hit that quite enough i'd like to there are a couple points that i actually want to bring up bring them up yeah one of them is well they're both um pointing out my own stupidity the first one is uh daryl henderson who i dropped after week one uh who i started yeah who started and who wasn't good for you but he has been very good for you 
So no, he hasn't. I, I picked him up. I well, he was good, but I didn't play him when he was good. This was the first week I started him. Oh well, then you're an idiot too. I, I know I'm not good at fantasy. <laughs> but, so I uh, don't win. But like honestly, I'm pretty sure I should have done better than how I did this week because Tyler Lockett, who has been lights out for me, didn't show up, and I don't have any like. I don't have any starting running backs that aren't knocked up. So I'm knocked up the right word. No, yeah, sure. Knocked up. Who are, who are uninjured. So I'm, I'm in rough shape right now, but congratulations on your win. See, like I was, I obviously follow all my matches pretty closely. I thought I wasn't sweating Monday night at all. The doubleheader. And then the chiefs fucking defense gave you 20 points against the Patriots. And that gave you a real shot going to the second game. Yeah. I was following pretty like, not closely at all. But when I saw that, um, well, I mean, the Patriots were starting, who was it? Hoyer. Hoyer? Like, he, the, yep. the Patriots' offense really isn't that great. Oh, it's terrible, especially without Cam Newton. It's really bad. Yeah, so I actually thought that was a pretty decent pickup, the Chiefs' defense last week, but I don't know. I mean, my no, I knew it great right now. I knew it, the Chiefs' defense was good. I was just hoping that. They would hold the Patriots like six points or something and do well there. It's, the Patriots turned the ball over like four times, and Hoyer threw a stupid pick six off Edelman's hands. So that, that helped you. But it doesn't matter, Priest, because my team, I am two and two. Back from the depths of despair, post-Saquon Barkley, post a 12th place score in weeks one and two, I'm right in it. I don't like your team at all. Oh, it's terrible. I fucking hate my team. I, I guess you actually have, I mean, your quarterbacks aren't the worst. Uh, rooting for Carson Wentz this year is is one of the more painful things I've experienced as a football fan. Yeah, but you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, regardless <laughs> of like how bad his team is, always managed to put up pretty. I know numbers. Fitzpatrick's the best. It's it's just every week that they don't start Tua is like a gift to me. It's it's going to happen before the midway point of the season. Probably. And you're Joe. How Joe Mixon gave you got 40, you forty points. I That's, know. That's bad shit. He's been, he's been terrible this year. Like, absolutely terrible. Um, and they won a big game. The other reason I won, you probably weren't following this, is Allen Robinson for the Bears had, like, two catches for 30 yards up until garbage time and then put up 70 yards and a touchdown on their last drive to get me the 100-yard bonus and the 70 yards and the touchdown, which is the difference between our two scores, like that drive. I, the, that's, that's really upsetting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so congratulations. I didn't pay attention to any football this past weekend. But what I will say, just take a look at all of the players that are injured on my bench. Just I have Michael Thomas, I have Cam Newton, and I have... Cam Newton's not Brown. injured, Priest. What, he's, he's COVID injured. positive. They are not he's the same thing. Pos- it's the same exact thing. Um, Actually, it's not the same exact thing, because he's not... A, like his. Well, who knows? His lungs might be infected, so that could be that could be bad, but... But I have Michael Thomas, like my number one receiver, and probably the consensus number one receiver in the league going in. I have Cam Newton, who was a top ten quarterback until he um, he he caught the Rona, and then Mostert, who is a very good running back, who was like putting up top something points until he got injured at MetLife. Like my team actually, most years I'll come on the podcast and tell you my team is like pretty shitty. I think if I get healthy, my team is actually. Decent. Where did I rank you in the power rankings? Because those are shaking out pretty accurate so like far. Like seven or eight. So yeah, that seems um, right. Your team is like seventh or eighth. Um, 
Russell Wilson, yeah, Wilson's obviously been great for you, and Herbert seems quite solid. Um, at least like together, I think they're fine. Even if Herbert has some bad games, and he's he's the starter now, so that's good for you. But if I have like uh, yeah, if I get one of my running backs back, I think and I don't have to start Nyheim Hines. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, is that even how you pronounce it? I don't. Nyheim? I always thought it was. I think it's Nyheim, but not I like Nyheim. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like Chris Carson, Mostert. That's fine. I mean, Le- Le'Veon Bell's not going to be good even if he's healthy, though. Yeah, but he's a flex. He's like he'll he'll put up like eight or nine points, and that'll be enough. Maybe. And then with Thomas and Lockett, your receivers are strong. Yeah, this isn't a bad team. Like, you make a strong case that like you. This looks like a playoff roster to me. If it's healthy. Yeah. I mean, you put up a decent 137. I'm about to start calculating the expected wins. Like, I, I, I bet you probably came... That was probably over the halfway mark this week, but we'll see when I, when I calculate it. But anyway, are you, uh, have you planned what you're going to do in the, the finals this year again? Um, you mean besides win? Well, I mean, you've got to have more strategy than just win, because that didn't work last year. Well, that wasn't my strategy last year. <laughs> last year, I was just happy to be there. You're just like, you know what? I'm just going to push that break right now. Yeah. It's been a bit too much for me. I, I was the happy to be there, team. Um, I, without Barkley, I, I, I think my team can make the playoffs um, if I get a little bit of luck. And I've already gotten a little bit of luck. I should be like one and three. You're going to need to throw like a trade or something. You need to like hit the jackpot on the waiver I wire. I, I just have, I have no upside without Barkley. Like I have a lot of players that are, can like give you like a solid... 10 to 12 points, but like, I don't have like a player that can give you 35 points any given week. Really? Do you want Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> oh, I would love Le'Veon. <laughs> I would love Le'Veon Bell. Um, do you want, Oh, I, well my best hope actually is like if, if Ezekiel Elliott goes down, Tony Pollard will be awesome. And same with Benny Snell and um, James Connor, but they're pretty useless in their current stages. Well, just hang on to them, you know? Yeah. One day. That's what I'll do. So this is actually, an, I don't know if you looked at the week five matchups. Um, it, it's a pretty good, um, it's a pretty good slate. We've got Yoni versus Ed in like the dad bowl. Um, we've got Vigo and CB playing for first place. You're playing Moose in what previously I had dubbed in, to myself as like the who cares the least bowl. But it seems like you might care a little bit this year. I I care, but I also don't watch any football. So like I don't know anything. Yeah. I'm playing Anton in the podcast bowl. Um, there, there's a, it's like a good rivalry week. So let's see. Who's the... You said Ed is playing Anton? No, Ed, Ed is playing, playing, playing Yoni in the dad bowl. In the dad bowl. Who's, who's even good in this league right now? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, well, Vigo is 4-0. What the fuck, Oh yeah, he beat me last week. Or no, I beat you last week, Priest. Whatever. Right. I'm, I'm just I keep track of all the people who beat me. Which brings me to my a... next my next topic. Have we swung the pendulum too far and we are getting too much Vigo in our lives right now? No. Come on, man. You haven't had you've had no Vigo in your life for like six seasons. I I, I agree. I'm just not sure I need the like eleven PM at night group me's about actual oh. football stuff. Are you seriously complaining about too much content? No, I shouldn't be. I, I joke, Priest. I, I, I am so, like, 
this has been the, the most pleasant surprise of this entire year is the fact that Yo, uh, that that uh, Vigo is back into is, it. Is I, engaged? What? Yeah, the fact that Vigo's engaged. Like, not to be married, engaged actively in the league. Yes, I was like, I thought he has kids already, but no. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful surprise. I'm so ha- I'm genuinely I give him a lot of shit, but I'm genuinely happy to see him back. I know I am too. Assuming he he follows through this promise to come on a podcast. If he doesn't, this is just empty group news to me. Does he like bait and switch you? Does he like say like, oh, I can do it, but then he drops out? No. the The past five years. He literally just never responded to a single text or email I sent him about coming on the podcast. Oh, so he's just an asshole. Exactly. Um, this year, he has said he will do it. All right. Well, I hope he's not an asshole this year. I hope so, too. This is a good matchup. This, well, no. CB should crush Vigo. Oh, CB's team is much, much stronger than Vigo's by all conventional metrics. Um, yeah. But Vigo is 4-0, and that's, that's what counts. Yeah. Only wins. Um, huh. Well, do you have anything else to? Do you have any more complaints about your own team? Because I'm a, I'm a lot of complaints about mine. Well, I can complain about my team for a while, but that's not necessarily the point of the podcast. Um, no, you want to move on, priest? Sure, we can move on. Well, do you have other topics. You you sound you sound hesitant. Do you have more you want to say? What else? I I had a comment from CB's podcast. So yeah. CB's podcast, he was mentioning the places where he was thinking about moving. And he mentioned D.C. as a place that he said, quote unquote, had good weather. And that's totally that's totally not true. D.C. is shit weather. He, he's got to he's got to rethink that. I, I actually um, remember him saying that and rem- thinking at the time that was so false. I just didn't bother calling him out because I'm a bad podcast host. But I, I should have. And I, Honestly, I shouldn't even bring this up because I don't want to dissuade him from coming because I'd love for him to, to, to come live here. But honestly, I mean, it's not good around here. It's bad. The entire summer is just mosquitoes and humidity. It's the worst. Oh, it's, it, it's like the worst place I've ever been in the summer. It's, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you back in, are you in like New Hampshire or are you back in Boston? Um, well, I'm back in the Boston area, but I, we moved out of the city to Medford. So I, I, we're like renting a house in Medford now. Aren't you supposed to say that with an accent? Medford? I can't do that accent. You can't do it? No. Um, And I hate Boston accents so much. And I also hate Boston so much. Um, (laughs) You spend quite a bit of time there for someone who hates it. Well, yeah, you know, literally every single day of every day. Well, you spent four years plus plus however long you spent there now, right? Um, Yeah. We've been back for two years. Um, Although, like, I wouldn't necessarily say Brandeis counts as Boston necessarily. But I get your point. Okay, a shittier version of Boston. Yeah. So speaking of CB, though, should we? Is it time to reestablish like the top league um, economist? It's been a while. Um, Do we I mean, need to have another podcast hosted competition? Uh, sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think we could definitely uh, have an economist off. And Priest, actually, we because Sarah was here, we threw off my flow. I haven't even asked you my basic life questions. Like, are you still an economist? Do you still live in D.C.? Are you still married I, with kids? All that shit's the same? I'm still a professional economer. Um, Sarah and I got divorced recently. No, um, no, there's literally no... You, you've heard all of the life news. Um, we, all right, it's all the same. Our, our dog died and we got a puppy. That's oh, that sucks, but I guess 
That's good, but that still sucks. Yeah, that's it. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that's it. We're still in D.C. Everything's the same. You've survived the quarantine? I mean, you can call it... Yeah, I'm surviving. It's... Yeah. We're, we're getting by. Wait, didn't you say, we, like... Didn't you say Sarah's job, like, paid for you to have, like, in-home daycare? Yeah, they paid for the first few months uh, for a babysitter, which was wonderful. Yeah, that's fucking um, amazing. Yeah, that was very, very good. But then we switched... Um, we switched him back into our, our daycare and they basically immediately had a, a COVID outbreak <laughs> at the daycare. Um, I and shouldn't, like I six shouldn't kids laugh at got that. It. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny if you're not in it, but, um, but then we like permanently took him out of, of daycare and we were watching him on our own for a while. So that sucked. So we've, we've had it both ways. We've had a good, we've had a bad. Yeah, I know that game. The like trying to watch a two-year-old while both adults are trying to work is just literally not possible. No, it's it's not it's not even good. It's very bad for your sanity too. Yeah, basically zero adults end up working, and everything is just a disaster. Yeah, well, that's twenty twenty. Yeah, so so I'm guessing your kid was not one of the ones that got COVID. No, luckily not. No. Did you actually te- did you actually test him? Yeah, uh, it's really challenging to find a place that will test toddlers. Yeah, we haven't really tried. Yeah, we got him tested. He was negative. He actually scared us because the night that we found out about the outbreak, he like threw up in the car coming back from a hike, and we were like completely freaked out. Uh, but um, luckily, luckily it was good. Does he wear a mask? We can get him to wear a mask if we need to. He won't wear it all the time, but he has like a Thomas the Tank Engine mask that he's he's pretty excited about so from time to time we'll have him throw it on if he needs to yeah we can get a mask on but it's gonna come off like five minutes later so there's really no point i mean they kind of suck i mean if you're a kid you don't want to breathe in a mask i don't want to breathe in a mask i'm an adult but you can do what you got to do i mean some people say that but whatever all right so 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 you're saying you have thrown down the challenge to cb that you were up for another econograph I will tolerate another challenge with CB. The problem that I'm going to have is that like... Is that he's better than you? He's probably better than me. But I'm really cranky and really tired. And so getting me to do any more than just this is going to be a challenge. So you're going to blame the kid for losing the CB in in economy? No, no. I said I was going to blame talent primarily. No, but then you said cranky and tired, which literally means kid. Yeah, well, but the first thing I said is that he'd probably beat me in the Economoroff. But then getting me to actually do it, like participate in this, sit down in front of a computer and do Economor stuff, I mean, it takes a lot out of you. And I'm just, I'm, I'm tired, man. Results were inconclusive last time. I got to figure out a way to score this properly so we can get to the, get to the outcome. Uh, probably by vote. I think that's the way it should go down. Because the thing is, I was, I, I was re-looking at that email I wrote to Ed to introduce him to the league. And I realized, like, you and CB always get grouped together because, one, you're profession, and, two, you're the same year. Um, so we got to separate you guys, I think. Like, aren't you tired of just being grouped in with CB and everything? No. He's a good guy. I like him. You wouldn't rather yeah. have it be like, oh, now it's Priest and Hudson as the dynamic duo. I like Hudson, too. Um, so either way would be fine with me. I don't really feel the need to kind of marry somebody else in Tron. Um, I can also be my own person. I don't know if you're you're open to that. I could, but I just don't know what defines you other than your likeness I mean, to choir boy. I'm sometimes an asshole. I don't know. I I'm annoying. 
These are all qualities that neither Hudson nor CB. I guess everyone else is kind of annoying. Yeah, Priest, I gotta say, you are segueing perfectly if we want to get to our closing segment. No, I have, well, we're, we're very nearly there. Okay. I have uh, one more complaint. Um, last time I was on the podcast, if you remember, you were podcasting from D.C. and you <laughs> yeah. didn't even tell me you were there. Probably. And I remember throughout the remaining podcast that year, you were giving me shit that I couldn't even respond to for not meeting up with you when you texted me, alerting me to the fact that you were back in D.C. But I went through my text messages, and every time you said you're in D.C., I was like, cool, I can meet up Monday or Tuesday. And I get a text message like a week later saying, whoops, I left early, or I didn't actually go to D.C., sorry. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows that, that you're the asshole here and not me. I do think, I do think that happened. Um... <laughs> and I don't actually go to, even if I was, if even, even if it was not COVID and I could travel again, I don't go to DC for work anymore. So I think that time is behind I thought you were going to say, even if I could travel, I still wouldn't have lunch with you. <laughs> no, I really did. I, I, I really would have loved to see you. Um, I was, I don't remember like the specifics. I just remember always being busy because I was like starting a new job and I was like in DC to work with people and like not take like three hours off to have lunch and record a podcast, but well, you, can you, you, you can blame me. You can blame me. You can blame me. I do blame you. Um, I do remember one of the places you recommended, um, my team ended up like ordering from for lunch and it was delicious. Oh, so you basically use my <laughs> date recommendation for your own personal benefit. I think it was like a fried chicken place, but they had this like really good, like fried portobello mushroom sandwich. All right. Well, I'm, you know, in five years when the when the uh, pandemic is over, uh, you'll take me there. Oh, it was, it was Nando's. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Nando's is great. Um, Priest, Priest, come, come to Boston for work and we'll have lunch. Are you free on Tuesday? I'm free every day. We can go to, um, what's the name of Frogger's new restaurant? I'm blanking. Uh, whatever. We'll uh, go to Frogger's new place. All right. We'll do that. Regurgitated food. All right, I'm, I'm glad. See, I'm glad you you made a point of bringing this up. This is the the year to year continuity we need on the podcast. Oh, it's a long game. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm I'm happy to to, to make you happy. That's that's what I'm here for. And but, I'll say if if you ever feel the need to respond on the podcast, something that's happened, you can always record your own episode, send it to me, or just show up on a Skype call and we'll record. Uh, that sounds really nice. That's a very good offer. I think I'll take you up on that at some point. Okay. We'll, we'll see if it happens. Um, <laughs> all right, Priest. Did you, so it sounds like you did listen to the Choir Boy podcast. I did, yeah. Because I wasn't going to tell you that we have this segment to see if you had actually listened or not. I, I listen. You know that I'm a, I'm a regular listener to the podcast. I, figured, I guess, I think everyone listens, um, Except but Ed. I, I have no proof that Ed listens or is part of this league, honestly. And it's not Ed, just Anton managing his team in the back end. Like, I don't understand. Like, Ed, the promise of Ed was was pretty high. And, and like, his opening, like, hey, welcome to the league, or, you know, you're welcome to the league, and his, like, hey, nice to meet you guys. I thought he was going to be, a you know, an active league member. Um, and he just hasn't shown it yet. I'm not sure what, what the deal is there. Is he, like... Does he have too many kids? Is that what it is? Well, according, according to Yoni, yes, he has too many kids for sure. Um, here's the thing. I think when Anton did the math, weren't you like one of the only people that has not met Ed ever? Yeah. 
So you, I have you no you, idea. Yeah, you said the promise happened. of Ed was high, but what what was that based off? You have no idea. Well, I mean, Ed I, could suck. Some of you guys, I I trust your your opinion. I mean, like, I thought I thought there would be a high bar for letting somebody into the league. I think Anton was pretty desperate. Wow. How widely did he advertise this? Because I'm sure that you could find other people. Well, I mean, are you? Like, <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I, I reached out to I reached out I mean, to Bo, and Bo did not respond to me. <laughs> yeah, we're just a group of assholes that repeat inside jokes all the time. So, yeah, I get it. Um, I like I said, I think Randall was asked. I'm not positive. I think Frogger was offered a spot. Also, that I think I am positive on, but. Why did Frogger turn it down? I don't think it would be good for Frogger to be in this league. I, I think, first of all, we have one fan. That's respectable. Like, how many fantasy leagues even have a fan? That's, that's a good point. Like, yeah, we, we, we don't, don't want to fuck with that. We don't want to mix business and pleasure. Secondly, did you see how Frogger drafted for Noah? It was wonderful. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a joy to watch. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know if this is really his thing. I, I think he comes on, he talks Celtics for 45 minutes to an hour. He's good. All right, well... Granted. Okay, so we were desperate. Ed, please make yourself known on the on the group me. Yeah, please. I I'm I think Ed's gonna come on a podcast, but if he doesn't come on a podcast, we're gonna have issues renewing his contract for season two. Well, I I, I support that. Uh, all right, priest. Have you spent any time thinking about which quarterback reminds you most of your ultimate ability? <laughs> so I did. I I. I, when I listened to it, I was like, oh, shit, I have to come up. So so I thought about it. Um, and I think the person that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to propose is giving myself too much credit, but I'll, I'll go for it anyway. Um, Mark Sanchez. Butt fumble. Right. So my, the, the reason why I would um, liken myself to Mark Sanchez as a quarterback is because uh, I would only be proficient with very strong players around me, and I'm very liable to make a fool of myself, which I think is an accurate description of how I play Frisbee. All right. Liable to make a fool of yourself? I'll give you that. Proficient even with strong players around you, especially as a handler? I don't know, oh, Priest. No. Well, I mean, I mean, I wasn't going to go and like pick a – a player who never played football because there's no point in, that's that that is oh, why so if you i might have done that, that for you i said i said i thought i was giving myself too much credit i know i know but i wasn't gonna go and like pick out an undrafted quarterback because no, they have to they have to play they have to play um okay mark sanchez mark sanchez is fine do you have a guess for me um because that's the other that's the other thing you gotta bring if you don't you can just forfeit your turn at guessing the only thing that came to mind was Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton? Come on. <laughs> that was mostly just to make you upset. No, I, I don't have a guess for you. All right, fine. I, I don't know if anyone will guess mine. Maybe they will. Because um, mine is like not a compliment to myself. It, it's definitely not. Um, I think Lionel's suggestion of like post-surgery Chad Pennington is, is decently accurate because my flicks are quite soft. Um, <laughs> all right, Priest. So here's what I've got for you. Um, I was trying to think about the characteristics of you and as an ultimate thrower and match your quarterback, obviously. So the first thing I came up with was not good at throwing. 
<laughs> the second thing I came up with was doesn't really play a lot. Um, the third thing I came up with was like definitely thinks and acts like he's smarter than most of the people around him and is like mm-hmm. really smugly Jewishy and like an asshole about it. So do you know who I'm giving you? No, I no idea. Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. That's good. I don't know if it's good. It's the best I could come up with, though. I'll take it. I mean, I, you want Josh Rosen over Mark Sanchez? I would. I would probably rather be Mark Sanchez. At least he's played. I mean, yeah, but like nobody, like when you say Josh Rosen, what's one word to describe him? It's not butt fumble. So I mean, it's it's like asshole quarterback who thinks yeah. he's smarter than everyone. Man, I don't remember being an asshole, but I guess I was. You described yourself as an asshole like two minutes ago on the podcast. Well, not not at like handling. No, I, I honestly wouldn't have even thrown that part in if you hadn't just said it. I w- I wasn't going to go there. You weren't I, well, I, I, you weren't an asshole at playing frisbee. I was I was basically like catch the frisbee and dump it. That's basically all I did for three years. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had I had to think a little more creat- creatively than that, priest. Well, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to think about me. All right. I, I always do. I appreciate you bringing Sarah onto the podcast. Do you think I'm going to get another wag? Do you think it went well enough? Um, honestly, like I, based on how I think it went, I think that Sarah actually had a good time. I don't think she, uh, I don't know if she'll come back, but I think that you made a good impression on, on other potential wags. First of all, why would you think she wouldn't have a good time? She's hanging out with me. Second of all, um, yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't come with my hardest hitting questions. I was trying to let you other trons out there see that there's nothing to be afraid of and it might be an enjoyable experience. Do you have any, any wags like, that you think would be the second most likely to come on? I'm not even sure I ever would have thought Sarah was the most likely. Um, well, you, so are you as aggressive with other people to get their wives and girlfriends on the pod as you were with me? Because you like no. every single time, no? I'm not that aggressive, but uh, I ask Anton a lot. Um, he, he always says no quite, quite quickly. Um, oh. Although I've, I've met Libby a couple times. Um, I don't think she hates me. Why isn't your wife on the podcast? Oh, she hates me. Um, <laughs> Pri- I can't, I can't, I can't just, talk just, about just my... Just because po- your wife hates you doesn't mean she can't talk on your podcast. Like, there's, there's business, and then there's, like, your, your home life. Yeah, I... I'm not sure we would have quite as good of a, a banter rapport as you and Sarah did. And I'm not sure I can talk quite as openly about my parenting philosophies with her in the room. That's why you have to have a guest host that will grill her. Yeah. Um, she could come on. I'm trying to think who else I, I even asked. I, I think I you asked... Really no- moved off that topic very, very quickly. I'm very proud of you. What? Oh. Uh, your own wife coming yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, yeah you got to you dodge the question, Priest. That's what that's a teach you in podcast school. Um, that's what the pros do. I think I asked Noah a fair amount um, because I, I met Danielle a couple times. I mean, that was like five years ago. I, I asked you a lot because I knew Sarah was like in the industry with me. I just figured it'd be natural for her. I guess that's true. And aren't you impressed that I remembered her name? Because I wasn't even sure that it was Sarah. You, you, in your email to me, it was like, does your wife, I think it's Sarah, want to come on the podcast? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, but you um, didn't confirm that was her name. No. <laughs> Um, I've, I've definitely asked Yoni once or twice, but I really don't know Elena very well, so I don't care that much. Um, aren't his kids old enough where you can get a kid on the podcast? 
he brings his kid to the draft and to Sixer Celtics games with me. Um, I think next time he's on the podcast. I just don't know if I should like interview a 12 year old boy on a podcast. Not like interview. Like, I'm not saying like ask like, is your father a good father? or Does he beat you? Just like involve him in some stupid questions because it's funny. Uh, maybe if if Yoni. Well, I don't want to say that because I think Yoni would bring Elliot on the podcast. Um, I think that'd be I think that'd be enjoyable. And who I, else I is there? I, I would fucking I would love lamb chops. I don't know the status of of woman, wife, fiance, girlfriend to come on the podcast. Just ask questions about lamb chop. I think that'd be wonderful. I think that's a great suggestion. I think you should. I mean, honestly, I would. I think we can take up a, a collection to to see how much money we can get to get lamb chops, uh, lady chop, on the pod. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I, I think that is one of the least likely ones. I don't think he wants her learning about lamb chop necessarily. I think he's. I get the sense he he's happy with her knowing about Jeremy and not lamb chop. So you're saying that he lies to her, that he, he hides his true self? Obviously. Um, I don't even know. It'd be cool if, if Randall wants to come on. That'd be great. Because um, I have I probably know her, uh, I guess, the best of anyone, just from Wildwoods. I mean, you know, if Vigo hasn't been on the podcast in a while, wouldn't that be a wonderful surprise? If you uh, get both v- Vigo's Vigo wife, Vigo's Vigo? wife is like hardcore Joey, though. Are you saying you're anti-Semitic? <laughs> I'm saying she's hardcore Joey. Yeah, and Jews are people too. Uh, debatable. Anyway, um, <laughs> I have no idea who's going to step up after you, Priest, but you and Sarah paid away. Someone will. Someone will. Wow. Just trying to do my job. All right. Anything else, or should I play us out with Death by a Thousand Cuts? Play us out, man. I don't think I'm going to actually put a song on. Oh, you're in church. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. And uh, uh, Josh Rosen, huh? That's pretty good. Josh Rosen. Bye, Sarah. Bye. See you baby. I look through the windows of this love, even though we boarded them up. Chandelier still flickering here, cause I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. No, it's not. It's death by a thousand cuts. Trying to find a part of me that you didn't touch.